You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Joy 99.7 FM. I'm yeah. yeah. 
right, a great oldie. Happy belated birthday, my sister. Dr. Angela Jamra Boaji. Sexy grandma, eh? Chief Lele Kudolo of the ARC Foundation. I think that was yesterday. And then to my sister Shelly Aqua Harrison, eh? Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. Do something for me. Right, Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM. Yeah, Thomas Pong. That song is about 11 minutes long, eh? Back to business on Ultimate Health. Managing multiple beds, twins, triplets, and beyond. You, you, you know it's another OPK class. I've got Dr. Michael McCarthy of the Sinal Specialist Family Hospital in the studio with me. Yeah, we've been tracking this, eh? Multiple pregnancies. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Went all the way from Confuanochi, eh? Confuanochi, who was a twin. We understood the dizygotic, monozygotic... Then last week, we talked about the, the, the important and significant considerations. The nutrition of the mother, what she eats, weights, all those things. Heightened, uh, should I say, vigilance and monitoring. Screening, the uh, medical imaging, ultrasound, all those things. The team involved, the multidisciplinary team that is necessarily involved, especially with such a, let me call them a high risk pregnancy, the uh, higher risk of possible complications, higher risk of a premature delivery. You got it all on Joy 99.7 FM Ultimate Health and I have the gentleman in the studio himself, Dr. Michael McCarthy. You're most welcome. Hello, thank you so much, Naughty. My listeners are waiting to exhale. We've gotten to the point where we talked about all of these things. I've tried to wrap up in my uh, long uh, intro. And we're looking at a planned delivery. Because I think last week we, we, we tailed off on the fact that we need to plan. You need to plan with the mother, in fact, the, the parents to be with regard to this pregnancy. Let's head off on that for my listeners, right? This has to be a planned, uh, intentional delivery. Yes, yes. You're yes. not taking anything to chance. No, there, there must be good planning um, to, to, to know um, what could be the potential um, challenges and risks and to be ready for the eventualities that are unique to um, twin twin pregnancies right um, so so the planning starts from from the mother mm-hmm. um, what are her desires what are her wishes what her past experiences what what has been the obstetric history has she had a previous cesarean delivery has she had a previous normal delivery okay and so on um, can we get her blood to be as optimal as possible so right. she doesn't come in with anemia okay things like that and 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 to check all the other normal obstetric factors. Okay. So that's where the planning starts from. Right. And then the other things that we need to think about are, so when do we deliver these um, babies? 
And the second question we'll ask is, so what will be the route? Will this be a normal delivery? Will this be a cesarean delivery? Okay. So we need to put those two things into our plan. And then where in the hospital should this patient be delivered? All right. So, Doc, let me ask this question. So we, we've understood that multiple pregnancies and the uh, subsequent multiple delivery is serious business, okay? In fact, yes. pregnancy and delivery is serious business anyway. It's not as if, as if you guys slack when it is just one baby. But um, let me ask this question. So would you typically... Uh, take on, you know, a woman whose obstetric history you didn't know and doesn't hasn't been attending your your your, your facility for antenatal, and then she she wants to say, I want to have my 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 twins or my multiple delivery here because from what I'm hearing from you, you want to be in full grasp and possession of all the information about this woman, her pregnancy, her history, and all that. Uh, we know sometimes uh, families and mothers shop around. And uh, this is something that I hear quite often. Oh, I've heard of this place. I want to go have my kids there, right? But from what you're suggesting, this is all done uh, consciously and deliberately and meticulously. Uh, can somebody just walk in and say, oh, I'm pregnant. I didn't particularly come to your hospital. I want you guys to uh, deliver. Well, typically, uh, families would not behave that way. Okay. Um, uh, typically, families are very targeted as what they want. They would um, plan a little bit ahead of time as to where they want to have their delivery. Okay. Um, and and uh, so they would attend the facility they want to. Okay. However, sometimes there are emergency reasons why people need to change their facility. Uh, they may be in a place that... Um, they don't usually attend because of an emergency. They okay. may have traveled out of town. They may have come into town and so right. on. So obviously there are always um, those type of, of situations. Right. Mm -hmm. And and the, one of the principles is that you will not turn away a pregnant woman who is coming to deliver because okay. it's always a high-risk thing. It's always something that could, could lead to a bad outcome. And so right. you'd want to offer the best care possible to anybody. But of course, if you come in as an emergency on plan, then of course, uh, then it becomes a challenge mm -hmm. because you need to go into the history, find out what is going on in the past and, okay. and, and so on. Yes. All right. You, you still have to do the same kind of due diligence. Right. Okay, great. I, I brought in that point because uh, people, uh, you know, do all sorts of things. And years back, I was doing something with the Ghana Health Service and uh, I was comparing the numbers of women who attend antenatal and postnatal. And we lose a lot of women once they've given birth. Right, the numbers go down, and it's important to understand some of these things and the challenge they may bring uh, about. So it's good to know that well, if you've been going for regular antenatal, you planned your pregnancy; it's not accidental. Uh, you've got uh, an obstetrician gynecologist who you know and a team that knows you. It is very, very helpful. Sometimes even critical. Right, that's why I brought that in. Okay, so we've planned or we intend to plan this pregnancy. You mentioned the preference of the mother or the parents-to-be. Uh, people typically don't hear these kinds of things in our part of the world. That you have a say in when, how, where, etc. you deliver. Is this some kind of um, uh, consultation or dialogue that you have? Uh, do I have to give you consent and say that, okay, I have agreed to have my baby under these conditions and so on and so forth? Or is this just a, uh, a general wake-up that uh, is uh, expected and rational or log logical? 
No, I mean, when it comes to uh, pregnancy and delivery, it's a, it's a conversation between all the various actors. Okay. The, the father of the child is part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. The, the mother of the child is part of the com- conversation. And then uh, also the caregivers. Mm-hmm. And so it's a conversation. So it's not that we are waiting, okay, so what do you want? And yeah. then we just follow what you want. No. Okay. And it's also not that uh, we just say what we are going to do and, and, and that's it. Then- waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. It to be that dialogue, that, okay. that communication. It doesn't start in the labor ward. Okay. It starts during that natal time. Right. So let's take, for example, you have a situation where... Um, at the beginning of the pregnancy, it becomes obvious that this is going to be a cesarean delivery because mm-hmm. of uh, certain factors. Let's say you've had two previous cesarean deliveries and you are coming now with twins. Mm-hmm. And um, we can start discussing that, look, medically, we are recommending that you would have um, a cesarean delivery at the end of this and there is no other way that uh, we would prefer to go. And okay. she she may not like it the first time, but maybe given enough time and discussion, she may come to the point where she agrees with you and there will be no problem. Right. And if there is a disagreement, then she can still um, have time to process it or mm-hmm. seek alternatives and so on and so forth. So it must be um, a conversation. And, and that is why... Um, um, the, the 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 antenatal time right. is 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 a time where we want to also talk to to the women to right. the, the the fathers and so on mm-hmm. and it's not just a one way street it's 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 a it's, it's, it's a two way street okay. and, and of course if now the woman says look but me this is what I want and right. you know that obstetrically this is not what is going to be helpful or, mm-hmm. or safe you also have time to you know show why um, another path may be better. Okay. Great stuff. If you just joined us, it's 18 minutes past your hour of two on Joy 99.7 FM. The program is Ultimate Health, your ultimate guide to healthy living with me, Naughty by Nature. Uh, I'm in the process of delivering uh, twins, triplets or more than that with Dr. Michael McCarthy of the Sinal Specialist Family Hospital, Tema Community 6. We've been looking at this whole process. We started long, long ago, but we we, we hope to, to deliver today. Right, we will deliver today. We'll yes. deliver today. What are the <laughs> considerations? Okay, did you ever consider? So when they say someone one is paying and one is kakra, right? What was the difference in timing? How long can that uh, you know uh, uh, should I say lapse be? Huh? Can you driv- deliver uh, paying uh, at ten o'clock and then deliver kakra maybe two or whatever? We'll find out. And what are the considerations? And if it's not just uh, two or twins, triplets or quadruplets and uh, the other plates that I can't pronounce, right? This is what we want to find out so that you understand and especially if you are aware of uh, these, uh, should I say, conditions, then you team up with your providers to make sure that you get optimum care. Definitely, the pregnancy puts the woman in a vulnerable situation and want to make sure everything is optimum. If you have any questions, concerns 055-1111-997 Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM. We're live on Facebook and uh, YouTube. I have Dr. McCarthy with me in the studio. So Doc, coming back. So well, so far so good. The the whole build up has been okay. 
Yes. So the planning probably you've mentioned would specify where you will deliver, whether you're going to deliver pre-term before the the, the, the timing. So that, that's, the timing. that's what we, we call the timing of delivery. Timing, location. Yes. yes right. the, the timing of the delivery. So right. you need to decide, so at which gestational age do you want to deliver the twins or the triplets? Okay. Um, if you are dealing with, let's for, to make it simple, let's start with twins. All right. If you are delivering a, a, a twins that are coming as two separate placenta, okay, then you you deliver them at thirty eight weeks. Right. That is the timing. Okay. If you are dealing with a situation where you have one placenta, so these are the monochorionic uh, twins, right? But they are in two different sacs. That's the diamniotic. And you deliver them at 36 weeks. The others, you have to deliver them earlier. For example, those that are having one placenta right. and one sac. Those are the monochorionic and monoamniotic ones. True. The problem with, with that set, um, which also includes conjoined twins, mm -hmm. is that they have a higher rate of um, uh, mortality Okay. during the pregnancy and also at, at delivery. Right. Um, and more so during the pregnancy, mainly because of entanglement of their umbilical cords. Okay. And that no. can be a serious problem because if they entangle and they knot up, then blood flow stops. Right. And so immediately something happens. So okay. those ones must be delivered right. even before that. Okay. Time. So these are determining factors, right? Yes. But let me ask, Doc, just for clarity for my listeners, you mentioned those sharing one placenta. Yes. Right. Okay. The placenta uh, is the end point of the umbilical cord. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So you can have twins that share one umbilical cord. Is no. that right? No. No. One so, placenta. So, so they, 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 they will have one placenta, but right. each has its own umbilical uh -huh. cord from the placenta. Right. Okay. Yes. So then you can have those that have, uh, you mentioned sharing one placenta and then having separate placenta. Separate sacs. Right. No, before we get to the sacs. Yes. Okay. Separate placenta. Oh. Yeah. So you can have those that have each has its own placenta, its function, its own placenta, its own sac, and it's completely separate from the other one. Okay. Right. Yes. And they can be in the same sac. They could be in the same sac. And also. in the same sac, you can have two and upwards. Oh. Well, I, I have not seen. I have not seen triplets in one sack. Okay, okay. That I have not right. seen. Right. So you can have twins in one sack. Yes. Right. Yes. Um. Maybe theoretically you could have triplets in one sack. Okay. But I think that would be extremely um challenging. Extraordinary. That would be extremely extraordinary. Okay. Great. Yes. We've understood the the connections and the the USB cables and all that. But if they are uh, twisted, knotted, and so on and so forth, these are things you want to address and uh, uh, have a handle on before, and it will inform when you want As to, to deliver. when you want to deliver them, yes, because ad otherwise you wait too long, okay. and then you, you, you get the complications that you could have avoided. Okay. And so you need to understand, and that is why at the beginning, we always want to know, okay, so how many percentage do I have? Right. How many sacks do I have? Okay. What is the connection between the two? Right. And that then tells you when you need to deliver. Okay. So you will not let them go to 38 weeks mm -hmm. if you know that they are sharing their placenta. Okay. Because you may have more incidents of the, the twin, twin transfusion and things like that. 
And so you want to deliver those ones sure. earlier. Okay, great stuff. This underscores and emphasizes the the heightened monitoring we talked about, right? Yes. What is the state of these twins? You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Are they sharing a placenta? Are they monoamniotic or whatever? All those things are important in determining what is going to happen how it's going the to happen timing, and the, the timing, timing, the timing, right? Yes. And your yes. doctor and your team need to be on top of these things to make these important yes. critical decisions. Yes. The, the other thing about time, so mm -hmm. if there are other problems right. happening in the pregnancy, okay, uh, th then obviously the time will change. Okay. So here we are talking about everything going well until that time. Right. Then that's when you deliver. But if there are other problems happening, let's take, for instance, you are having one twin growing much bigger than the other and the other one smaller mm -hmm. um then you may have to deliver earlier okay even though you planned oh this is going to be at 36 weeks uh, in your plan but you realize at 34 weeks that one is 20 percent bigger than the other right or more you may need to deliver at that point mm. rather than waiting for 36 weeks okay -dokey. so we have just timing by pl uh, placentation and then obviously timing also by events and other issues that right. are, are coming on during the monitoring. Okie dokie. 25 minutes past year of two. I am getting uh, more and more interested but more and more overwhelmed by the, the the sheer magnitude of information that must be processed that must uh, inform the decisions. If you have any questions or concerns 055 1111 We're live on Facebook and YouTube. This is Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM with me not by nature. I'm in the studio with a consultant obstetrician gynecologist, Dr. Michael McCarthy. And um, hey, I'm always validated when I bring him in huh? because, uh, yeah, I can read and read and read and read and read, but I'll get my umbilical cords and other things knotted and twisted. He kind of disentangles everything and makes it so easy for you to digest. But your questions are most welcome. Shortly, I'll activate the phone lines. Okay. So we talked about this, and then you, when one is growing faster or whatever, bigger or whatever, but, uh, than the other or than the others, isn't there anything we can do to kind of level the league table? You don't intervene, or that there are considerations there. Oh, I, I think that is a bit challenging okay. because it may be with the blood flow that is happening. Okay, I mean they've talked about going to you know ablate the vessels or, or okay. close up those vessels. Um, that that could be done, but um, that becomes at a much higher level. So you accept those as uh, God-given differences between the, the the fetuses that are. Yes, yes, but the, but then you have to monitor them. You monitor them. Yes, you have to monitor them because um, especially the one that's growing more may be receiving too much blood flow, and then okay. so that may be at risk, and there may be risk of. A much increased um, amniotic fluid and that can lead to uh, increased distension and right. pushing the other one away. Okay. So one of the simple things that could be done but that doesn't solve the problem is to reduce the fluid 
on one side. Okay. You know, but those are those are very uh, uh, challenging challenging right. um, okay. areas to be in. Right. And, and and addressing that type of difference can be very challenging. Okay. And so one of the the ways to do it is to actually deliver them earlier than the plant. Okay. Great stuff. Great stuff. If you have questions, concerns, experiences, share them with us. Uh, uh, we're live on Facebook and YouTube. And uh, WhatsApp is 055-1111-997. Managing multiple beds, twins, triplets, and beyond. Uh, with me, Naughty by Nature, on Ultimate Health with Dr. Michael McCarthy. But, Doc, you've mentioned these uh, critical considerations, all right, with regard to the uh, fetuses that are being carried. Do any of these things you mentioned before we move forward have any impact or could they endanger the life of the mother or, uh, you know, generally her well-being, right? If if the umbilical cords are twisted, uh, intertwined, entangled, knotted, whatever, or if there's uh, sharing of placenta and so on and so forth, uh, does it impact on the mother? Yes, it does impact on the mother okay. because it, it changes the cause of the pregnancy. So okay. let's say, for instance... If everything goes well, there are no challenges, and we get to the end, have a normal uh, delivery mm -hmm. of the twins, um, that's the simplest way to go. Right. But if we start getting complications and we have to uh, deliver by an emergency cesarean section, right. and we get excessive bleeding and so on, mm -hmm. that 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 is a, a worse, let me say, a worse outcome for the mom okay. as compared to having that uh, normal delivery with less blood loss. Okay. So in that way, yes. But in what actually happens to the fetuses, they, they will not have a direct effect mm. on what is uh, going on with the mother. But 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 they, remember that these two, the, the pregnancy, the baby and the mom, it, it's a unit, intertwined unit. You can't separate them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, so what's going on, there is that effect on each side. Okay. Yes. Great, great, great stuff. And can I assume or presume, Doc, that... Uh, so far in our discussion and all things being equal, this mother, after all the antenatal checks and monitoring and so on and so forth, will be going home. She's not on admission on Ge account of any of these things. Well, yeah, ge generally you are, you are managing these um, pregnancies right. um, um, out of hospital. Right. Um, occasionally you may need to admit, especially mm -hmm. if there is a, a higher need for monitoring, like especially in the... Uh, situation where they are both in one sack okay. you may actually have to admit them quite early okay you know 30 weeks and so on to to be able to monitor the the, the two because you can't you can't do much about the cord entanglement right. it's, it's continuous monitoring three or four times a day monitoring that becomes very challenging all right you know and of course if there are other uh, problems like cervical incompetence hypertension and so on you may have to admit on account of that mm -hmm. but we don't just admit because it's a multiple pregnancy all right Sometimes, however, you get uh, uh, triplets or twins very large and so on, and the, the mother is really not comfortable, and so you may have to uh, admit uh, based on that as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, great, great, great stuff, great stuff. Hey, half past two, and we're still getting to delivery. But, Doc, let me ask this. So, um, you just mentioned cervical incompetence. 
incompetence. Yes. Incompetence, not incontinence. Right, right. So that the cervix is supposed to hold up the pregnancy. It's and hold so up on. the pregnancy. Right. And, and Can you just sure. quickly explain that for? Listeners? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So, 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 so the cervix is the lower part of the uterus, mm-hmm. which is supposed to remain closed right. to keep the pregnancy in. And at at delivery, this cervix softens up and opens, right. and allows the baby to come through. So one uh, part of the body that has two functions okay and the function has to change at a certain point to allow the babies to come out mm-hmm. if this change occurs much earlier let's say at 20 weeks so the gate is open at 20 weeks or week then there's a problem right because then the babies are coming out at that time which okay. is too early and so you may it will cause such a cervix a cervix that is dilating okay if that occurs then we can call that a cervical incompetence okay right setting criteria okay you know we do that on ultimate health there's nothing we will not break down to your level eh? it sounds like big 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 cervical incompetence if the gate is open then whatever you are carrying in twos and threes and beyond uh, it's going to drop can be a problem yes. it will download by itself yes right yes. and therefore they have to intervene to yes. make sure that the gate is shut or not open prematurely yes. or too early yes that's what we're talking about exactly, exactly. great stuff uh, let me just see if i can read out a couple of stuff and you've worked hard for what you have your money your assets your 401k and home isn't it all worth protecting nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft lifelock ultimate plus helps protect your finances with up to three million dollars in reimbursement LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. We can proceed and deliver. Uh, this one says, uh, doctor's, voice sounds, doctor's voice sounds like Lex's bill. Oh, I'm I'm flattered. Thank you. <laughs> Thank says, you so much. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. All right, Doc says he's flattened. Okay, I've gone and clicked something. I mean, give me my screen back. Yeah, I've clicked something, right? But he says your voice sounds like Lex's bill. Maybe you're twins. We didn't know about. Lovely, right? lovely. Okay, so again, we've explained that for you to understand. Uh, so okay, right. What about the position or the presentation of these twins? We hear about breach coming with your head. Uh, vertical, transverse, and so on and so forth, all right? Like uh, playing with pieces on a draft board. Are you able to move them around and uh, get them to your preferred position, or is this also a critical indicator? All right, so so, so this is a very important part. Right. So, so initially I said the, the first thing was the time as to, so when, when will I, I deliver these twins? Mm-hmm. And the second one is exactly what you mentioned right now. So how am I going to deliver these twins? Mm-hmm. Are we going to have a cesarean delivery? Are we going to have a normal delivery? Uh, what's going to happen okay. in terms of route of delivery? Okay. And route of delivery is determined by how the babies are presenting and lying in the uterus. Okay. So maybe we just describe that a little bit. So you could have and the baby lying with the head down. Okay. And we call that a cephalic a presentation. So okay. if it is straight, then it's a longitudinal lie with a cephalic presentation. Okay, cephalic being the head. The head. And then the bottom part of the baby is called the breech. Breech. So it could be a, a cephalic presentation or it could be a breech presentation. Okay. All right. So now, if you have both twins with cephalic presentation, mm-hmm. then hooray. Both coming head first is good news. It's good news. It's so good both, news. Both are pointing down. All right. Both have a cephalic presentation okay. head down. That is nice. So those ones you're going to say, okay, Let's try a normal delivery if all other things are equal. Why is that nice? Yes, because you can have a normal delivery. And a normal delivery has less complications than a cesarean delivery. It's mm-hmm. not a surgery. 
and so on and so forth. Okay. So prefer normal delivery. All right. I understand yes. that, but why is head first a good thing and not the other way around? If I come with my feet, why is it bad? Right. So the problem with bridge delivery is that the, the bridge is smaller than the head in diameter. Okay. Okay. So um, if your feet are coming out, mm-hmm. your, your, your feet are also much smaller than, than, than so the, the head. So, so your feet can come out. Uh, of a your, smaller your, opening. Your, yes, right. and your your the the bottom the bridge can also come out, mm-hmm. and then you deliver up to the shoulders, and then you may even get to deliver the shoulders, and then the head gets stuck. Wow! So that is a problem. But if you come with the head, which is the biggest part, right? Uh, you are more so once that comes out, mm-hmm. the rest of the body is also coming out. Okay. You see, so um, you prefer to have a cephalic mm-hmm. presentation because. That delivery is uh, safer in terms of the fact that once the head comes out, the rest of the body is more likely to come. Whereas if you have the bridge coming first, you may have the problem of entrapment of the head that is coming afterwards okay. or difficulty in delivering the head. Right. And therefore, the baby comes out with challenges because there may not have been enough oxygenation, the delivery may have been too long, right. and there may have been some lack of um, 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 oxygen. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So is it normal, or should I say typical, for, let's say, you to get the two coming head first, or is it more likely that one will have their feet up? And We see the pictures, and we see the different positions, right? And uh, um, do they move around? Is it that when you cite the pregnancy and you watch it grow, they stay in the same positions, or do they really... And we know they kick and all that kind of stuff, but uh, do they move around? Can they change positions? Yeah, yeah, they move around. I'm coming with my head, and then suddenly you see... Yeah, they move around. They move around. They move around. They move around, especially in in the... the, the time that is not very close to delivery. All right. When they, when they have they, space they to, are relatively to small and the fluid is relatively more. Okay. Oh, they are all over. They can turn in any direction they, they want to. Uh-huh. Usually when you get to 34, 36 weeks, whatever presentation it is at that time is very likely to actually okay. uh, maintain. Right. Um, but even um, if both are head down and mm-hmm. you deliver the first one, mm-hmm. the second one may, may end up turning a different direction. Oh. But that is not very common. Maybe 5 right. to 10% of the time. Not, not a very common occurrence. So, but that, even at that point, okay. uh, things can turn. In fact, sometimes you, you see a patient and you say, oh, okay, this is a bridge presentation. Um, this would be our mode of delivery. And by the time you are going to deliver, you realize that it has changed. Wow. So it can even change at the end. Yes. Right. 37 minutes past the hour of two on Joy 99.7 FM. The program is Ultimate Health. Uh, I'm trying to get my WhatsApp screen back. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Michael McCarthy of the Sinal Specialist Hospital, Tema Community 6. We are in the process of delivering. If you joined us, please scrub up and wear all your scrubs and everything and make sure you're ready to catch a baby. Uh, we don't know how and uh, when they'll come. We've planned it, but we're hoping it will stay according to plan but these are yes. very important pieces of information and phenomena that we're discussing right so doc is telling us that you can deliver the first twin and then the second one or the second uh, one and the third one decide to do a little agbaja or dance about a bit and it has implications for what you're doing next and how you're doing it and so on and so forth so we're going into that detail uh, phone line 030 221 6541 030 
221 You can ask Doc your questions or share your experience well, uh, uh, on Facebook and YouTube live streaming. And our WhatsApp is 055-11-11997. I'm trying to pull that up. Uh, it's gone deeper into the amniotic sac, but it will come back. Right. So any questions on that are most welcome. Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM with me. Not a by nature and I do not sound like Lexus Bill. Thanks. Thankfully, right? But Doc is on it. All right. But you dance better than Lexus, I hope. Yeah? So, Doc, so we've got this situation. Hopefully, everything is uh, known to the team, right? We mentioned the need to have maybe an anesthetist uh, and all the other things, all the specialists around to help with this delivery. Okay. So, you're saying to us and you're uh, giving us information that, well, if you've planned to do the delivery normally that's uh, vaginal delivery right yes. does that mean that uh, you are planning to have all of these come out normally yes all right yes so so your route of delivery could be a vaginal delivery which is a normal delivery mm-hmm. or could be a planned and, and and when we say planned, we mean elective. Or when we say elective, we mean planned. Right. Uh, it could be an elective or planned. You elected cesarean. Yes, right. it's planned. Right. We know we are going to have um, a CS delivery. Okay. Uh, versus an emergency where we, we didn't plan to right. have an, a, 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 a cesarean delivery. Okay. So your, your plan is if both babies are cephalic, mm-hmm. Head, head is first, that both right. both both are head down. Mm-hmm. We can go for um, a normal delivery. Okay. If the and this normal delivery could be spontaneous normal delivery mm-hmm. or could be induction of labor normal All delivery, right. depending on, on what we can induce labor. Yes. Based on the considerations we talked Ye- about yes. as well. Okay. So here we're talking about route. We're not talking about timing. I think we've okay. dealt with timing. Yeah. So now route. Then if the if the first twin is however breach mm-hmm. then we are going for a cesarean delivery you would not do a breach or you would not want to do a breach yes so in that case you have planned for um, a cs delivery all right if you have a situation where the first one is cephalic and the second one is something else mm-hmm. you could you could decide to have a normal delivery right and then, depending on what happens to the second one, you would have to work on that to get that baby out as well. If at the end of the, the, the delivery of the first one, the, the second one proves to be cephalic as well or has turned at the time to become cephalic, okay. then you go ahead and, and have another um, a vaginal delivery. If you then have a breach or a transverse lie, mm-hmm. you would have to turn the baby to the desired position. Who's doing this turning? You? The, the, the obstetrician, yes. All right. You'd have to turn the baby to the desired position. You, you slap the for, tummy around? For delivery. You, you put your hands in there? Or what? Yeah, yeah. Tell so, us, Doc. Tell so, us. so there, are, there are two different ways of right. doing that. You okay. have what we... Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Called internal uh, podalic version. Okay. Where you are turning the baby for the bottom part of the bridge to come out. Okay. Or external cephalic version mm-hmm. where you are turning 
the baby to become head down. Right. Externally. Right. So that's where you, you are. Manipulate. Manipulating on the abdomen, push the baby around a right. little bit, you know, for the head to come down. See the way I'm looking at your hands. <laughs> yes, the hands are moving. <laughs> oh, they goodness. are doing that. And then and if it's internal podalic version, right. um, um, that becomes very interesting because mm. you are doing that through the open service because the service is already open wow. and then you can turn the baby internally and without cutting the woman open you're not, no, that's no. not a cesarean this, this is not, we're not talking about cesarean delivery wow. yeah this is you, this is the, the, the vaginal delivery with the baby's in there you are, your hands are in there yes you're to be able to laying to, able to to bring the, right. the uh, laying, on, laying on of hands right, right. <laughs> wow bringing, bringing the bottom part or the breech part of the baby mm-hmm. down and delivering that way. Of course, you have to plan for this. Okay. And so if the patient has a previous cesarean delivery, you're not going to do that. Mm. If the, the baby that's coming is too big, because you need to also plan, you need to understand how big your babies are. Exactly. Is this baby th- that big that you need a cesarean delivery straight away? Okay. Or is this baby so small, maybe less than 1.5, 1.8 kilograms? You you don't want to create too much um, physical movement of Trauma this baby. Trauma for the baby. Yes, so right. so you have to you know plan that a okay. little bit. Or if there's a big difference between the size of the babies, maybe the first one's that small, mm-hmm. and the, the second one is 20% bigger, mm-hmm. then the first one comes out, and the cervix is only that dilated. Okay. And so when you are trying to deliver the second one, which is much bigger, then that can become a problem because you are not dilating your cervix anymore. You're right. using the dilatation that delivered the first one. Wow. So it becomes challenging. Whew. 43 minutes past year or two. Uh, the babies are still in there. <laughs> Several people think you are Lexis Bill's twin. Wow. I also thought it was Lexis Bill. Really? Seriously? Uh, this one says... Good afternoon and thanks for such an insightful program. My question is, can someone have multiple intramural myoma with a larger size of 4.6 centimeters and still carry pregnancy to term? Is that reference to fibroid? Yes, I think he's talking about uh, fibroids. Yes, you can carry your pregnancy to term with fibroids of 4.6 centimeters. Mm. The thing about uh, medicine is that most of the questions are answered with yes because everything is possible. Right. And so sometimes... Uh, we can we can have some more scenario around okay. the question to understand mm-hmm. what the person is actually right. trying to ask. So I have a fibroid in there and I have the babies in there. You can get to term. Right. But so the fibroids could cause preterm um, um, delivery, cause preterm contractions and right. so on, okay. which may then prevent uh, this scenario that he has talked about. Okay. And, it, and of course, in the, in the scenario of twins, Fibers can then complicate the matter because they will change the position of the babies. You may not get the, the two cephalic presentations. Right. And it may be difficult to do these manipulations that we've talked about of the okay. internal cephalic fibroid. Yes, and that okay. that that gets great in the way. stuff. Listeners, please do add your names to these uh, WhatsApp uh, questions. I can see did it typing. Good day, Ninote and guests. Kindly ask Doc if it is good when delivery and the baby is coming out with the legs or instead of the head and can fibroid let you bleed unnecessarily and give you low blood have a blessed day from sarah manfo in winneba right so uh, we talked about uh, the presentation right uh, she was comparing uh, breach with uh, cephalic and then she's asking if the fibroid can cause uh, unnecessary bleeding and lead to anemia. Uh, yes, during, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Fibroids do exactly what what she says. Um, okay. uh, bleeding and then 
anemia. Yes, it, and, and it's not the preferable mode of delivery when the the breach is presenting. But she actually said when the leg comes out. Now, when right. the leg comes out, mm. then we go for cesarean delivery. Okay. All right. Because the leg is so much smaller than the rest of All the right. body. So the leg comes out, and how is the, the rest going to come out? It becomes right. a problem. Okay, great stuff. This is from Dede, Maryland. Uh, IVF. Is there a limit on how many embryos can be implanted at a time? And is it a worldwide or country by country standard or limit, right? In terms of how many uh, embryos you can implant when you do uh, IVF. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of the Nyada, Nadia Suleimana, nicknamed Octomom, who had eight kids through IVF and caused Bruhaha about ethics of the trade, <laughs> right? Uh, this is from Dede. Uh, so, yeah, is there a limit? Uh, is there anything preventing you from putting uh, 16 and hoping that you get four out? And so on and so forth. No, you, you want to have... You see, the whole issue about um, 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 working mm -hmm. with a couple um, to go through IVF mm -hmm. is to get a live birth at the end of the day. Live Live birth, safe. Yes, you want right. to take your baby home. That that's the goal. That's actually the the goal of the couple that's come. The couple right. is not interested in getting pregnant. They're not the, interested in the, setting records. The the, the 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 couple is interested generally in carrying home a sure. baby. That that's right. really the, the issue. And okay. from medical point of view, we are also looking at how can we reduce complications. How can we reduce problems? Right. And so. The, the 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 goal is to achieve a pregnancy mm -hmm. that has the highest chance of success in terms of carrying home a, a live healthy okay. baby and that is a single pregnancy right um so you that, that's your goal right. that's what you want to aim at okay. so you're not aiming at putting in eight ten or whatever <laughs> that's not that's not what we do right. that's not what we do okay um we are looking at um, um getting one Yes, you 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 may transfer two embryos, mm -hmm. um, depending on the, how the embryos look like, what's what's the quality, right. uh, what's the history of the woman, and what is going on, and so on. Okay. Uh, because you know sometimes you may put in two, but you still get one. And mm -hmm. The fact that you've put in two doesn't mean you get twins, right? And so on. And so you would want to work around that and see how you can get something safe worldwide. She was asking whether it's country by country. Right. Yes, there are different things in different countries, but for worldwide, the trend is towards um single embryo transfer right you know but okay. preferred but but there are different things happening in different countries as yeah. we try to reach that point where you can say okay we do a single embryo transfer and we are, we are we are likely to succeed okay great stuff good afternoon please do you do ivf if yes can two partners with genotype ac and as go through ivf in order to avoid having a child with sickle cell yeah so this is a big problem the ac AS and the ASAS mm -hmm. um, couple, and so they they would have uh, IVF, and then the embryo is tested okay. um, before um, embryo transfer is done back into the womb to uh, pick out the ones that have two abnormal genes and um, carry the ones that have either just one abnormal gene or. Uh, two normal ones. All right. Great stuff. Great stuff. Great stuff. Good afternoon, Norte. Please ask the doctor. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. 
LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. You guys don't want me to deliver, right? Please ask the doctor if they determine that one baby is growing more than the other or bigger than the other when they are delivered. Are both able to survive 100%? I think it says our both survive hundred percent. Yes, so so this is a challenge. Um, we 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 obviously cannot guarantee hundred percent uh, survival mm-hmm. of anything. Um, but but I think the import of the question is clear. What's what's the significance of them not growing equally? Right. Um, we know that generally twins may not be exactly the same. Mm-hmm. You know, there may be some difference between them. They're also individuals. But when the difference is large, okay. more than twenty percent, twenty percent or more, then that's cause for concern. Of course, when you're getting to 15 percent, you are going to start monitoring more. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you now get uh, more than twenty percent difference then you need to consider whether you want to deliver. Okay. Because of the question he asked, can I get as best a survival as possible? Right. And so you may want to deliver earlier before this situation gets too far out of hand okay. and therefore reduce survival of Right. Uh, especially the bigger one. Okay. Yeah. Great. Uh, phone line still active. 030-221-6541. You can ask the questions directly yourself of Dr. Michael McCarthy of the Sinal Specialist Hospital in Tema Community States. We're still talking about managing multiple births, twins, triplets, and beyond. And wow, I have multiple births on my WhatsApp happening. I have about 10 minutes to deliver. Okay, it's nine now with uh, Doc uh, McCarthy. Uh, I don't know whether what we're delivering is breach or <laughs> cephalic, <laughs> but I've got the doc, the obstetrician cons- <laughs> consultant in the studio, and we're going to try and do that. Okay, so you've got one of them out. You've talked about the timing. You've talked about the route. Okay, what about the time interval between... The, the 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 fetuses or the, the babies right uh, what controls or determines that you've got one out hopefully everything is okay you've handed them over to whoever you're supposed to hand them over but there's still babies in there is there anything that determines uh, when you bring that or do you just go straight to the next one and pull that one out no, so so it, it depends on a number of factors. Mm-hmm. So let's take the scenario where you've delivered your first one, it's no problem. Right. Um, two different placentas happening in there. You've determined that already. First one has come out. Usually the, that placenta will not come out mm-hmm. at that point yet. Um, and the second, the second baby is also cephalic. Mm-hmm. Um, usually what happens after the first delivery is that the uterus kind of goes a bit quiet or... You don't get as many contractions happening for a short period of time okay. before the uterus uh, may pick up again. Right. So that's the time when you'd assess the situation. How is the heart rate of this baby doing? How is the baby lying? Um, are the membranes still intact? How far down has the baby already come? Okay. And so on. And give a little bit of time, a few minutes, do that assessment. Mm-hmm. And then decide. Are we going to have a second normal delivery or do we need to go on to have a cesarean delivery? Okay. So if you decide, oh, this will be a normal delivery, then we will um, um, put it put on the um, uh, drips to get the contractions to restart. Okay. And hopefully, this baby also starts coming down and and is delivered. Right. If you have a situation where along this path, um, there's fetal distress. Okay. The placenta starts to separate. She mm-hmm. starts to bleed. 
uh, things are not going the way it should go, then you have to do immediate delivery. Right. Could be by a vacuum extraction, could be by uh, another form of instrumental delivery. Or at this, at, at this point, you may want to go for cesarean delivery. Maybe the court has come out at that point as well. Okay. And so on. So you may need to rush out for uh, cesarean delivery. Or now, you've delivered your first one, and then you examine the second one, which used to be cephalic, is now breach or is transverse. Whoa. You now need to decide, okay, so what do I do at this point? At this point, you also go through this scenario of analysis, but then you need to take an earlier decision on how to deliver. Mm-hmm. You can decide to go, okay, but now I'm, I'm no more having a cephalic uh, second twin, so I'm going for cesarean delivery. Mm-hmm. That could be a decision. Or you could say that, well, I have a, a, a baby that is capable of coming uh, via breach, mm-hmm. and that is where you can do your internal podalic version and breach delivery, right. or your external cephalic div- uh, 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 version and cephalic delivery. Okay. Um, and so, But those ones must occur at that time because you need your cervix to be open. If you leave your cervix for too long after delivery of the first one, it just starts to close up again. Uh-oh. And then that becomes a problem. So you want to do that immediately. Mm-hmm. You're not going to wait because if you wait, the uh, uh, cervix will close up. Okay. And of course, you don't also give the strong medications to cause contraction of the uterus because, right. because then, then you, you're not going to get your baby out, the second one out. Um, the, the, the situation where you have to have a cesarean delivery after the first one has come normally mm-hmm. can occur right. if there are problems along this pathway I've just okay. described. Yeah. Right. Okay. Huh. I've got multiple, I don't know whether they are fetuses or call them embryos in my WhatsApp, but let me see what I can do. Good afternoon, Norte, and hello to Doc. This is Oye Inafenya. Oye, you're late to class, but you're most welcome. Uh, secondly, this one says, good afternoon, ask the doctor if they, they de- determine one baby. Okay, we read that. Secondly, if they determine one is head down and the other is different, can they turn? We've answered that. This is from Hayford in Baton. No, uh, so so let right. me clarify this. So okay. you, you cannot do the, 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 the turning of the baby during if if both are still inside the uterus okay you can okay so he's asking i i think what he's asking is whether you can turn the baby if the first one is head down and the right. second one is not head down can right. you turn the second one also to become head down so they can have a normal delivery right the answer is no no okay okay it is after you've delivered the first one then mm-hmm. you can uh, start to work on the second one okay great in, in, stuff. in that case yes. okay in that case and all that time you're critically monitoring all the embryos to make sure they are doing well. Yes. All right? This is serious business. I heard at a point in Ghana, women were opting for cesarean, that's a C-section delivery instead of natural birth, although there's no complication. Reason being to avoid natural birth pains. Is this ethical? So can you, uh, for your own uh, preferences, decide that I want to have a CS and your doctor will go along with you? That's what they did suggest there, there, there is there is the um, the criteria of um, cesarean um, by maternal on maternal request. Okay. Um, there may be some really tenable reasons, um, and that is why I said that we have the discussion between the healthcare workers and the clients as well. All right. To understand their birth plan. Okie dokie. Please ask Doc for me. I'm struggling to have a baby. Nowadays, there are so many low sperm count drugs on the market. Not to advertise any product, but can you ask Doc for me uh, the best home remedy for low sperm count? Uh, Okie dokie. Um, hmm. hmm. Home remedy. Home remedy for low sperm count can be diet, healthy diet, avoiding alcohol, avoiding smoking, uh, increasing vegetables like carrots and cucumber. And Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. That can help. Not that I drink milk. <laughs> I, I don't know whether that helps with the low sperm count, uh, but it, it probably does work with libido, I understand. Uh-huh. Um, but, but definitely, if the low sperm count is persistent and, and is a problem, mm. I think the couple needs to seek expert help with right. a urologist. Yes, Great I think stuff. so. Yeah. Okay. There's a difference between potency, right, and fertility. Okay, when they say um, African warrior, waste and power and all those things, we are talking about potency. Fertility is another different area. Uh, Doc and I will be getting there with some other, uh, should I say, colleagues in the field. Uh, we'll get there, right? But Doc, so um, we have three minutes, a couple of babies out. We've given us the, the factors. So can you have a delay of uh, as much as one hour, two hours between uh, deliveries? Yes, you could. You, multiple you you, yeah. you could have some delay um, mm. between between the the two right uh, an hour or two but you don't want that delay to be too long okay because then you are getting you may start getting uh, complications of the delivery of the second one the placenta may separate okay the um, cervix may close up and so on mm. but if you are monitoring um, the baby and the baby is doing well okay then maybe you're a bit confident to to wait a little but it depends on your plan so right. you'd wait if the Second one right. is also coming with the head down. Okay. Or it's also kephalic. That, that's the only situation where you say, okay, well, we probably are going to get a second um, normal delivery. So let's wait right. a bit. Okay. So that's the only time. But if you're going to do your uh, version and your uh, turning of the baby mm. in the womb, so you're not going to wait. Okay. You don't because have time if, on it. No, hands. you don't have. You can't wait. Well, if you wait, you're not going to be able so to get So in a situation where you said, well, you're going to check, has this other one uh, or the next one has it descended uh, uh, satisfactorily or whatever and so on and so forth does that mean you're not in control of its descent or the labor and the contractions I know you can induce contractions but um, uh, if it hasn't descended um, do, do, do you have should I say the power to, 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 to intervene or do you have to wait for it to happen naturally? Yes, you. So, so you you can intervene. Mm. Um, why is the baby not descending? Okay. Um, at this point, it's usually because the contractions are not adequate. Okay. So, if the contractions are not adequate, then you will have to increase contractions, and so you can put on medication in a drip form that will then stimulate contractions, and okay. that will help uh, with the descent. All right. The challenge, uh, uh, if the if the, the 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 baby's head is very far up mm. is that the membranes may rupture and the umbilical cord may come out right and if the umbilical cord comes out first and remember that's where the baby's getting all its oxygen right. from so and if the umbilical cord is delivered first then that is recipe for disaster you 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 